Welcome to the Sheriff's Report with Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. This podcast is part of the Henderson County Network. Morning, Sheriff. How you doing? Good. How are you? I am great. Hey, uh, I know that you had a lot of fun last week in your uh, trip learning all about uh, what's new in the world of sheriffdom. (laughs) <laughs> at the uh, at the conference, but there's a lot to get to today, so we want to get into this right away. We're going to talk about, we had some stats, obviously, we always start with. There's a couple of pursuits I know you want to talk about that have caught the attention of the public. Uh, then we have some things in the jail, a big event coming up this week, and some news about our Facebook page. So let's get into it. Yes, sir. Since we met last, uh, we the jail's booked in 175 individuals. 31 females, 144 males. Our average so far this year is 387. About 408 in custody today, and 127 of those are contract inmates. So that's over 400. That's a pretty good number. Um, in the past, it, it's tended to be more in the 300s. Again, this is all part of the uh, contract inmates that have been growing over the past year. Yes, yes. And uh, to be honest with you, 400 and over 400 inmates in that in that jail is is definitely taxing on the staff, and they're doing an excellent job back there. But uh, it can it can be a handful with that many inmates. All right, so I want to jump right into this because a lot uh, you know the thing about a pursuit is a lot of the times it's very public. Yes. You know, I mean, if you go in and you do a raid somewhere or whatever, people in that neighborhood know about it, but not everybody else. When you have a high-speed pursuit that goes through multiple towns, everybody knows about it, and we've had a couple of pursuits this week already. Yes, sir. Monday morning, <clears throat> it was about 7.45. Um, deputies located a stolen vehicle on the west end of the county, attempted to stop it, and uh, the vehicle fled. He came down 175, uh, was coming in, uh, to Athens, there was actually Constable Brad Myers was there at the loop on 175 <clears throat> um, with some spike strips, and he went around them, got on the loop, and didn't come through where he was at, and then he took the loop off of uh, headed 31 West towards Malakoff, and uh, they went through there. Uh, of course, it was pouring down rain. Um, he was he was driving in the 90 mile an hour range and uh, went through Malakoff, and luckily uh, Trinidad Police Chief Brian Myers um, had heard that the pursuit was coming his way, and he set up there at the roadside park in between Malakoff and Trinidad and uh, successfully deployed some spikes and uh, deflated some tires, and the suspect pulled over on the side of the road, and we were able to end the pursuit and get him um, arrested and get the stolen truck recovered. So that's what it was. It was a stolen <clears throat> truck. Yes. Um, and this was early in the morning on Monday, and I don't know a lot of people were, were um, following this or were interested in this. Um, nobody was hurt. Everything right. went. Everything went okay. The rain added a different yes factor. Uh, the rain worried me. And then two, the other two things that really worried me at 7.45 in the morning was um, two school zones in Malakoff, um, 
there's one on the east side of town and one on the west side of town. Um, I was just radioing, um, telling the deputies, you know, just be aware, watch out, do what we can. We did reach out to Malakoff too to see if they could get in the school zone and try to stop some traffic. Um, but naturally, you know, there's only so many Malakoff PD officers and there's more school zones than there is officers on duty. Um, so that, that did uh, bring an element to it that, that worried me, but uh, everything went good and we were able to uh, get him in custody and recover the vehicle without anybody injured. Okay, so the very next day, there was another pursuit. This one was a little bit of a twist. It, it was. First time I'd ever seen it in, in my career here in Henderson County. Um, two deputies uh, were working and going to attempt to arrest a fugitive. They had stopped on a roadway in a neighborhood on the west end of the county and were talking about what house they were going to and how they were going to approach the house um, to try to arrest the felony fugitive. Looked up and they were the fugitive actually pulled up to the vehicles that were nose to nose. So the deputies just turned on their lights um, and was going to attempt to um, go ahead and take him into custody then. And uh, he threw it in reverse and, and we had another pursuit. He was driving in reverse, we were going forward. And uh, it went on for a little bit. He actually pulled back into his residence, jumped out of the car, tried to run into the house. Um, Deputies were able to catch him before he got back in the got back in his residence, uh, arrested him for the felony warrant, and then he had uh, methamphetamine with him, and uh, we were able to seize four thousand dollars cash, and and we also seized the truck because it was used in the methamphetamine violation and in the evading arrest violation. So how far how how long did that pursuit last? I would say. Uh, just listening to him, I wasn't over there, but it was probably three quarters to a half a mile. But going in reverse, yeah, that, that makes it interesting. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, that, that's very interesting. All right, so a couple of pursuits. Um, yeah, I, always, always something that um, catches the attention of the public. Uh, again, like we said, uh, this is actually the second the, the pursuit that went through Malakoff, and then. Uh, into Trinidad and stopped in Trinidad. This is the second time in two weeks you yes. had a pursuit like that. So, yeah, very, very high uh, impact. All right. Back in the jail, um, you know, you and I uh, spoke all through COVID and we talked about all of the things that happened in when with COVID regulations in the jailhouse and everything else. Well, now that it's we're getting things together and everything's you know seems to be in a good spot when it comes to covid um we have covid vaccines and now there's vaccinations in the jail yes net health um which is a group that we've been working with through the very beginning of net health is effectively the county's public health department yes yes and uh they reached out to me and wanted to know if I wanted them to be able to bring um, the vaccine into the jail for the inmate population and I told them that um, yes I mean if they had the vaccine and it was available and I mean it didn't cost the county anything um, we were we were on go the only thing that I wanted to that concerned me is when uh, I wanted the Johnson & Johnson because it's a single shot it's a single dose and in the county jail environment 
um, Moderna or Pfizer, which is you get 28 days, you get your first shot, 28 days later you get your second shot, um, there's so much movement and the uh, individuals may not still be in custody and it would have been really, it would have been a nightmare to try to track those individuals to get them back. Um, to give them their second dose. They were able to get the Johnson & Johnson vaccination. I, uh, on our new uh, inmate video system, I put out an announcement and it ran for two weeks and basically said, if you want your COVID vaccine, um, you know, notify Lieutenant Powers on this system. Um, it'll be the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And during that two week period, we had uh, 61 subjects state they wanted it. And then um, yesterday at 10 o'clock in the morning, we started the vaccination clinic. And then as we were going to get the inmates to bring them up, we actually had uh, a lot of those refused and decided they did not want the vaccine. We actually was able to vaccinate 38 individuals that, that wanted it. It was uh, strictly voluntarily. Um, you know, we didn't force anybody at all to, to get the vaccine, but uh, it went really well. And I appreciate NetHealth reaching out to us and, and not forgetting about the population that we have to take care of here in the jail. Okay, so, and I think that was important just for the public to know this was voluntary. It's, yes. It, it wasn't something that we forced on the inmates, but if the inmates wanted to get their vaccination, they could have gotten it yesterday, get the Johnson & Johnson vaccination, NetHealth came in. Um, th to me, that's a small number to get vaccinated, but yes. I look at it differently. I, I think we've come to learn that COVID in all its aspects is something that people do not agree on. Yes, 100%. And two, I want to mention too, we did not offer it only to Henderson County inmates. I offered it to every contract inmate we got with those agencies and said, look, we're going to be able to do a vaccination clinic. Um, is it okay that we vaccinate your individuals? Every one of them agreed. We just naturally have to send them a list of who got the vaccine right. and who refused the vaccine. But uh, everybody was on board with it. And uh, so every inmate that was in custody had an opportunity. Had the opportunity to get the vaccination, which is, which is a great thing. Uh, and good for just the health of the jail. Yes. You know, yes, we're, uh, we're running out, and I hate to say this, but we've been lucky here in the last few months and uh, haven't had any cases, and I think this will help. Yeah, well, you did really well. I mean, the, the, the jail went through almost the entirety of the, of yes. the pandemic, the, the, all of 2020, without too much of a problem until December, until the very end, and then some cases got in there, but... Uh, this is gonna. This is gonna help that with yes. some more of the. Uh, will there be any more? Uh, will you do another vaccination clinic? I'm gonna get with Net Health and Vicky. She's easy to work with. Uh, they do an outstanding job. Um, I know right now she's traveling to uh, several jail locations and trying to offer it to them. Um, so I'm gonna let her do a rotation in in East Texas and try to get that done, and then we'll probably reach back out and see if there's any more available later. All right. So we're going to move on. Last week was uh, police, uh, National Police Week. And so Thursday, tomorrow, as we record this, um, is going to be the annual 
police officers memorial law uh, peacekeepers memorial on the square what yes. tell us about that yes uh, of course every year uh, on may in may um, the third thursday of the month is when we hold our uh, annual peace officers memorial and it's put on by the henderson county um, uh, peace officers association um, and that's just the day that that third Thursday of every month is the day that we meet. And um, so we will not have a meeting. Our meeting will be pos postponed, but uh, we will have the memorial. It starts at 12 o'clock at noon um, there on the west side of the courthouse lawn. Um, and I say that uh, we're watching the weather. Uh, it's going to happen whether it rains or shines, but. Um, I have seen it where we ended up moving into the courthouse so the people didn't have to stand outside. And um, But we will have the memorial tomorrow um, one way or another. And uh, it's going to be a good event. If you have some time, please come out and see it. Uh, and we've got a great speaker coming. Um, the pastor um, from uh, the Grosbeck Cowboy Church who actually did Chad Walker's funeral services. He is our guest speaker. He is outstanding he's motivating and uh, we're looking forward to hearing what he has to say and uh, so it's, it's going to be a good event um, and it's one of those times too I always enjoy I mean number one you're remembering your fallen heroes that have served and, and, and tragically lost their lives here in Henderson County um, which there's more of them than people realize um, their names are on that memorial. You can go up there and look at them, every, you know, anytime, 24 hours a day. That's on the northwest corner of the courthouse square. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we're, we're honoring them. And it is also another time that we actually get to uh, see a lot of people in law enforcement and get to mingle and talk with them, too, that uh, you might not see all the time. So it's, it's, uh, uh, it's going to be a good time. It'll be a good memorial. And we're looking forward to it. All right, and that's going to be at noon? At noon. And uh, anybody can come? Yes, it's open to the public. Anybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. It's, uh, I've been to um, everyone that I've been here, and they're very moving. Um, they're, they're very important. Um, I love when all of the different cars from all around the county come in and the, the peace officers line up. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a sight to see. Um, and it was nice last year, again, 2020, COVID. Um, this was right at the peak of everybody wanting to shut down and not yes. knowing what's going on. And um, the ability to have at least something last year yes. was important. And so hopefully the rain will hold off so that we can get back to normal. You can get back to normal and have the normal memorial service um, that, that you have every year. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. And so, again, guys, that's uh, Thursday the 20th uh, at noon on the square. Uh, it's going to be right there on the northwest corner, right there by the uh, Peace Officers Memorial on the courthouse lawn. Um, if you have a chance, come by. Uh, it's at lunchtime, so I know a lot of you have it. Have, have the opportunity yes, to come by. Just pack a lunch tomorrow that you can eat later and come by and pay tribute to the people who have um, given all for our community. All right, let's finish up with, um, you've been dealing with 
you know, hey, we, we know, I, I say all the time, is a joke, but I say all the time, listen, if it didn't happen on Facebook in Henderson County, it didn't really happen. Yes, sir. Because so many of our people are on Facebook, and you um, had the most active page on Facebook up until about a month ago. Yes, it was actually April the 6th, and, and uh, it was the last post I was able to post. That was the last day I was able to edit the page. I'm still been able to communicate through uh, Messenger, but uh, we're gonna have to start a new page. I need to. It's it's been long enough, and I, I'm gonna have to do something different to uh, get what's going on in your sheriff's office out to the public. All right, so gonna start a new Facebook page. Hasn't started yet, so we can't tell you where to go. Right. What we can say, though, is that Henderson County has a Facebook page, the Henderson County, Texas yes. Facebook page, and that page will definitely be promoting your page, the new page, so that people can find it. Um, and so, yeah, be on the lookout for that. You had 27,000 followers yes, at, sir. on the old page. Um, it was It was one of the most active pages in Henderson County, and I know that the public will be you know, glad to get your voice back um, there because, again, you're the only admin. It's very, yes. Uh, you know, it's like communicating directly with you. Yes, sir. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. All right. As we get out of here, let's remind people as we talk about that, that the Henderson County Sheriff's Department, the Sheriff's Office, listens to the community and acts on tips and follows up on tips. And so it's really important uh, for the community to be able to communicate with you. And so how do they do that? Yes, you can call here at the Sheriff's Office at 903-675-5128. You can make an anonymous tip through Crime Stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS. Or you can still message the Henderson County Facebook page that's active right now with a private message. I, I still check it every day. I still get back with folks that send messages to there, and I will continue to do that. Um, however, there will be, like uh, Michael said, there will be uh, a new page coming out, too, that we will uh, interact with you on. All right. Sheriff, thank you very much for giving us a chance to sit down with you. And... Uh, Folks, thank you for listening, and we'll bring you back into your Henderson County Sheriff's Office next week. Thank you.